I just want to give a shout out to all of those who reached back to me, who texted me, who called me, and just expressed how much uh, this series has really challenged you, has blessed you, has caused you to think, and even certain points that I've brought out during the series uh, that you're glad that I did. Now, to all my fathers and mentors out there, uh, we've been talking about parenting your adult children, so that covers everyone, mothers, fathers, uh, the aunt, maybe the grandmother, things like that. I've given you principles from the Word of God that I've learned and applied personally also to my life that I wanted to share that will help you. Now, today I'm going to do something different, and the thing that I'm going to do different today, I just, I was uh, just up meditating and listening to one young man talk about his son, Uh, he's co-parenting with his child's mother, and he just shared a story about his son who's about 10 years old and a couple of years ago his mother died and he was saying how his half brothers and family they got together and really they conspired with the attorney uh, didn't give the mother proper care when she needed in the hospital his mother ended up dying and they took the will that she had and she had left everything to her grandson who lived up in the northeast and they took that will they divided it they got with the attorney and stole uh, a 10 years old land that was left by his grandmother uh, material possessions money And the father was saying how he was so upset and mad how they could do such a cowardly act to steal from a child that he wanted to go and really execute violence on them. And he reached out to one of uh, the family members about it. The family member was being disrespectful back to him in the conversation and he said I got on the plane and I traveled there and he said I really wanted to kill somebody he said that's how he felt now why do I tell you that story today I share that because I myself can relate as a father in this sense here in my life I have what I call two fathers the first one would be my biological father And I've shared this with people before, and I'm not sure if I've ever shared this on this platform. However, my biological father and I never grew up in the same house together. I have a great relationship, I believe, with him now. Um, He's healthy. Uh, He's older, of course, and... After him and my mother divorced, he remarried, uh, ended up having two more sons when he was almost 50 years old, and him and his present wife now, they've been married for over 40 years. 
And I am happy to say, I'm confident to say that I can pick up my phone anytime, call him, send a text. I've sat down across the table with him and we've had some really, really good discussions. And if you go back in my podcast series, the beginnings, um, when I started putting the podcast together over a year ago, you will see and you can have a chance to listen to some of those conversations that I had with my father. Now, the other father that I'm mentioning right now that I remember in my life is what I call my stepfather. Why do I say that? Well, this man came into my life when I was about two years old. He met my mother. They never were married. However, um, my mother had his only child, which was a son. And my brother and I, we grew up in the same house together with my mother. And I spent, and I remember even to this day, uh, memories with him, times we spent with him uh, when he was around and when he was present in the home. Now, let me tell you something about this man that it touched my life and I really didn't realize how my life was being impacted by him as a male, as a man in my life. Hear me good, fathers. Hear me good, mothers. I want children to hear me good. This is so important. Well, I remember seeing pictures of him, and it's a shame I wish I had him today, of him and I when we would be playing together just in different scenes. And back then, a lot of those pictures I remember, they were in black and white. They weren't in fancy color, and we didn't have cell phones where you could take it now. Well, he was very instrumental in my life. He died when I was about uh, 17 years old because I remember him at my high school graduation. I graduated in June and about three months later, I was in my first year of college. That was before I turned 18. And... Let me just share some things about this guy. His name was David. His first name was David. David was one of 10 children. Grew up in Detroit, Michigan. Um, I There are certain things I will say about him which are a fact. One of the things is he was a protector a protector of his children. I I remember once he took me to a chess tournament in a place called Ann Arbor, Michigan. We stayed in the hotel. Look, the time I spent with him, around him, at that age, it was... I still remember to this day. When he came to live with us briefly at a time in the city of Philadelphia, he, look, he spent time with us. And let me tell you something. Fathers, do not be so hard on yourself if you've never had a role 
model in front of you to show you how to be a father. I realized to this day a lot of things he was learning as he went along. This is why I encourage greatly about fathers and mentors. You want to know more about that? Go to the website www.agoodword the number four today.com. A good word for today. One of the books that I wrote is called Fathers and Mentors. I intentionally wrote that and I'm sharing principles. There are principles in that book that will help you. It'll help you if you have small kids, older kids, adult kids. Please, that is a resource that is so, so important. If you want to know more, even also about the publication, go to the website, click on the menu, and there's a section where you can listen to more podcasts, but you can also listen and see videos of people who have read the book and what they have to say about it. I've heard from as young as 14-year-olds. The young man was from Egypt, and he begged his father after reading it to get the book. As old as 70-year-old men commenting and sharing their story, go to the website, please. Go to the website and check it out. But my father, my stepfather, was from uh, Detroit City. As I said, he was one of ten children. And I'm going to tell you, he was not a believer. He was raised in the Catholic Church, him and his brothers and sisters. And he really didn't even practice Catholicism. But I will say this about him. He demonstrated to me what manhood was, particularly growing up in as a teenager in the 60s in Detroit City. See, here's one of the things that I didn't realize when I was younger and until I was much older. See, a lot of times we judge people by what we see, what we experience of them, but we never take the time to step back and understand their world that they grew up in, that has impacted them. I'm not excusing bad behavior. I want you to understand the totality of what has helped shape the person. You are never too old to learn. If you are a father, you're never too old to learn. And also, what you didn't do. If you're a mentor, what you did not do with those adult children, make that change now while you still have breath in your body. If you want to see an example of that in the Bible where it was not too late, look at a guy named Samson. Samson was a spokesperson for God. But Samson fell into sin because he did not learn how to control his passion. And when you read the story, if you study the story, this strong man who was once a protector and a provider for the people ended up getting his eyes gouged out. He wasn't blindfolded. He got his eyes gouged out by his enemy. And let me tell you, that's not only painful to hear, but my gosh, to me, that's torture to still be alive for the rest of your life. 
and have to live that way. He got his eyes gouged out, and at the end of his life, he prayed to God for God to give him another chance, and God did, because he had made up in his mind, I've been a fool. I've been a stubborn fool at one time. I've been a stupid fool. Yeah, there's different types. I've been foolish, but God, give me one more opportunity to do something mighty in your sight before I die. And God granted him his prayer request. Let me tell you something, folks. If you don't believe Samson found grace, mercy in the sight of God, go check out his name in the book of Hebrews. And he's in what they call the hallmark of faith. He's mentioned with a whole bunch of people. Look, when I was studying that, I had to step back and ask myself, how in the world did Samson get in there? So if there was hope for him, there's still hope for you. But listen, today what I'm what I'm gonna focus on right now, because this is this has really touched my heart. I'm going to pray just a prayer for my fathers and my mentors who may be hurting, who have heard the series that we've been doing. And you know, really there are certain things that you've dealt with as a parent from the child, from the spouse, from the court system that you really can't even talk about, that you really don't share. I just want to pray for you today. Okay? I want to pray for you today. If you don't want to accept the prayer, that's fine. That's okay. I'm not trying to convert you to anything. Share this with an enemy. Share this with someone who wants to see you fall if you don't want it. Okay, but I, this is for those who not only accept it, want to accept it, but you're going to act on it. By faith, what, is, what do I mean when I say that? I mean you're acting like God's word is true, even though you haven't seen anything physically in front of your face yet. So I'm just going to pray for you today, and I'm going to get out your way. Heavenly Father, according to your word, in Luke 10, 19. The Lord has given us power and authority, he said, to walk on those things that are of the enemy. Your word says it's serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Heavenly Father, I'm also aware of the fact that I have the whole armor of God and I'm totally encased in the Lord Jesus Christ so that when Satan and demons see me, they don't see me physically but they see Jesus and they are terrified and they must obey now Father in Jesus name I look down from the heavens where I'm seated in Christ Jesus in the throne room of God far above all things and I thank you Father that your word declares that the earth is the Lord's footstool now Father as I look down through the eyes of Jesus Christ Father according to your word in Matthew 16 and 19 I bind those powers of the enemy 
and all the principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of the world system, spiritual wickedness in high places, and any other master spirits of darkness in the heavens. In the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, I break your power over all things that pertain not only to me, but to those listening today. Father, in the name of Jesus, I loose all of those who are not of your throne room. I loose them from their assignment and cut off their power line to these earthly workers in the name of Jesus. Father, I come against right now all master spirits of darkness, all those spirits of darkness in the earth realm, in the earth, under the earth, and above the earth that come to kill, steal, and destroy. I speak right now against harassing spirits, hindering spirits, spirits of addiction, those evil spirits that come to steal, kill, and destroy, those who always come to accuse your creation that they are not worthy of your love. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, right now I loose them from their assignments and I command them to go under the captivity of Jesus to become part of the footstool of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you reveal to us, reveal to those who are listening right now, any repair works that are needed in their lives. Father, I know all of us want to be good managers of all the things and the money and the children and the relationships that you've given us in this life. Father, I pray that you give us right now, grant us your wisdom, your knowledge, your counsel. Bring those to us that would do us good and not evil. Father, I thank you right now. Now, right now, Father, as I conclude this prayer, I ask for favor and success over everyone who's listening to me, all of my supporters, all of the young, the old. Father, I loose, Lord, let your spirit of love and compassion fill the atmosphere where they're at. Father, I thank you. Let them receive your spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of knowledge. And Father, let the fear of the Lord be in their hearts. Thank you, Father, right now for the privilege of serving you, the most high God of the entire universe. Father, I exalt your name in the name of Jesus above everything. I honor you and, Father, your word above everything else. Father, I thank you that according to your word, it is already done. In Jesus' name and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hey guys, thanks for listening. I'm going to get out of here. God bless you.